Welcome to another episode of Paul on Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Steve Batari. He's with Fuji Electric, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, alternate energy and uh, power management within that space and some of the challenges and opportunities that exist for designers in that space. So isn't that right, Steve? Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks, Alex, and uh, it's great to be here and absolutely correct. Um, Fuji uh, you know, has been a supplier of power semiconductors for many years and supporting uh, industrial marketplace for the most part, but also some of the other market spaces as well. And uh, Alternative energy is near and dear to our heart, so it's a good subject. Well, and it, it is a good subject because in order for us to really incorporate these power sources into our microgrids, our facilities, or even the grid itself, we need really good power management technology. You can't just simply plug a solar you know, panel into the wall socket and have the current flow backwards, you know? Right. And, you know, it, not only does it have to be, you know, uh, technically able to connect into the grid and, and, and do that seamlessly, but it has to be delivered at, at uh, you know, a, a cost-competitive price point. And so how do we achieve that? Basically, the demands are that it has to be, you know, a high conversion efficiency. That, that's really the, the key tag. That's, that's going to be the return on investment that everybody sees. Uh, but at the same time, in order to do that, you know, you need low-loss devices, and then you need uh, to make the cost lower. You need to get size down. You need to... Uh, bring out some of the expensive, especially magnetics are very expensive as well, output filtering, that all has to be reduced. So there's, there's ways to do that. And those, those are the big challenges. Well, exactly. It's, it, it, well, conversion efficiency has been something people have been chasing at every level since the first circuits were developed. What are some of the things that you're seeing? Uh, well, you can mention some of your product if you like. What are the, some of the things that you're doing, let's say it that way, uh, to address some of these issues? So, yeah, you're 100% right. Efficiency has always been, a, been a, a critical point and something everyone strives to in any design, tries to get the most out of. But, but nowhere, you know, uh, is it more prevalent or more important and critical than in, in, let's say, solar, right? So in that case, that is really the more efficient you make it, the faster you get your return on investment. It's, it's just perfectly clear. So what, um, what we have seen now in the industry is a trend towards changing a little bit of topologies to try and squeeze out as much as you possibly can out of these inverters. So we've seen for the, you know, for the past, it's been basically two-level converters, which is fairly simple, inexpensive uh, from a device standpoint, but maybe at a system level is kind of expensive when we look at the entire systems. And so we have to look at that topology. The topology now is changing to three-level systems. And then this multi-level topology or three-level topology, your big benefit is that you've now reduced harmonics, right? And so your output mm. can be substantially. Uh, maybe your harmonic level, just by adding that midpoint, right, if in two-level, you either have, uh, you know, we do it on both the plus and minus side, but it's plus or, or minus E, and... Uh, there's a lot of high-amplitude uh, harmonics that are generated. Those have to be filtered out, and you also have to increase your, your switching speeds to try and simulate 
the output of a, of a pure sine wave. So that's, that's the challenge. With the three-level topology, now you add this midpoint, and so your harmonics are reduced. You can reduce a lot of your filter. I think the harmonics reduce about 50%. You can reduce your filter size. And in order to be able to do that, to switch in that, you have to spend a little bit more in the semiconductor world uh, going into three-level. And then, uh, however, your total system cost does reduce. For Fuji, what we've come out with is a reverse blocking IGBT to squeeze out every last bit of efficiency uh, that you can out of these systems. And what makes that unique for us, basically in a three-level topology, you have the, you know, an upper and a lower switch, and then that is bisected uh, by what we call a T. It forms a T uh, with a reverse mm-hmm. blocking IGBT made AC switch. So what, what makes that RBIGBT unique is its reverse blocking characteristic, which a standard IGBT does not have. It's actually very weak in the reverse direction. And so in this case, when we look at that AC switch, uh, typically our anybody else out there using standard technology has to add in an extra diode. Basically, it's a cascade arrangement of IGBT and diode, and two of those. And so with, a, with an RB IGBT, well, we can block in the reverse direction. We don't require those extra diodes, and therefore our conduction losses are lower. We've squeezed out every bit of efficiency that you can get. Well, you know, and the funny thing, Steve, when I, listening to you, all I can think of, um, I joke often to my audience that everything I learned about power, I learned in high-end audio. And, you know, I almost want you to say, hey, why don't we design like a really kick-ass amplifier with this technology? We can we can design a, a kick-ass inverter with this technology, absolutely. And Fuji, and that's one of the things with Fuji, is Fuji has that experience. We're not just a, a semiconductor manufacturer. In fact, uh, a lot of our semiconductor products are used internally in our other our, our other products. We we make drives, we make UPS, we make solar inverters, large-scale solar. Uh, so we have the experience with all these these top all these topologies, all these different devices and have proven it in our own products, the, the benefits of size reduction and, and uh, efficiency improvements. So it, it absolutely can be done. <laughs> well, and I was joking about that, but obviously there are people out there in the audience who do want the highest uh, efficiency inverters and the highest efficiency solar systems and other alternate energy, because obviously this can work with other alternate energy technology that's not limited to solar, right? Oh, yeah, no, absolutely right. It, it, it works for wind. It will work for any inverter technology, not just alternative energy even, but, but any alternative energy certainly can benefit from this technology. And further from that, it, it, it moves right along all the application spaces, right into UPS and power conditioning and even drive uh, can benefit from this technology with an increase in efficiency and, and reduced size. That's what everyone's after. Reduce, reduce the size, reduce the cost, make it more efficient. What, what is, where is the downfall in that? There, there isn't any. That's, that's the utopia. <laughs> well, and now the question I always ask is, what kind of support do you give people who are trying to integrate your solution into theirs? Also, Fuji Electrical America has a, uh, a, a, a full host of documentation, et cetera, available on the website, which is Americas dot fujielectric.com 
so anybody can go and try and take a look at the data and white papers, etc., that is already published on this topic. And then for further in-depth, uh, you know, personal handheld assistance, we have, uh, you know, application engineers ready and waiting to, uh, to accept those questions. And they can be accessed through the web or contacted directly at uh, 732-560-9410. And, of course, any of our sales managers, our sales reps, we have an entire network out there that, that is just waiting and, and uh, willing to help in any of these uh, design situations that might be out there. Excellent. Well, you know, and that's good to know, Steve, because obviously the best solution is a useless implement implement it properly, and it's useful, especially with these complex designs, to have uh, some sort of uh, guidance or help or just some uh, designs that they could look at to help them migrate into that next level of performance. Right, and as I said, we have, and you're 100% right, it would be terrible to have this. We don't want it to be the best-kept secret, right? We <laughs> We believe in the product. We've proven it in our own in our own products, um, and we have, as I said, our application staff here in in the U.S., which are very competent. Uh, but they are backed fully by the entire development team of, of Fuji Electric, uh, entire corporation in Japan. So there's a, a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> Excellent. Um, you know, and like I said, that's that's very good to know. Uh, now, Steve. I always give my guests the last word. It could be more about the product. It could be a little bit about uh, your strategic vision. Or it could just be a tip for the audience, but essentially this is your chance to say what you'd like before we close out the episode. Well, I appreciate that, and I appreciate being on the show. Thank you so much, Alex. Uh, I, I think just in closing, I, I would like people to know, certainly I'd like to, people to know a, more about Fuji Electric and our semiconductor products. Again, we have been a supplier, a major supplier within the industry for a number of years and, and predominantly in uh, the motor drive space, which we still are a, a major player there, and we are expanding. We have product lines basically from one amp up to and including 3,600 amp devices. And we have some great technology, state-of-the-art IGBT technology, as, as well as... Um, Coming, rolling out now is SIC diodes, and soon will be SIC power FETs. Uh, we're working on reverse conducting IGBTs as well as these reverse blocking IGBTs. All of them have, you know, very special characteristics that that make them a great solution or the best solution for some applications. We would just welcome that chance to discuss any of those applications with with any of your subscribers, listeners, um, at any time. Excellent, Steve. And thank you because, well, we're all trying to move the ball forward, right? And anything that can help the engineering community create that next generation solution is always welcome. Absolutely. And we want to be a part of that. There you go. So thanks again, Steve. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to listen to us. We obviously wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul on Power. Have a great day. <laughs>